Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! How you feeling, Slee? Pretty good. You got a little hop in your step, a little smile on your I, face? I guess it just kind of depends which angle you want to go with. Oh, no. The, you, you know the angle. The other angles, Dan, it's, it's early. You got two Don't months do to go. Stop doing or that. Four months to go. Stop, Stop doing, doing what? They're bad. They were bad this weekend. They've been really bad. <laughs> They've been bad so far. They've been bad since they thought they were funny and cute after winning one game against the Dodgers. They've been really <laughs> bad since that moment. It, they won the first one, right? That was yeah. it. Five. It's five games. Well, I actually think they seven. went. Well, they're one and five against the Dodgers, <laughs> and then they lost two or three against the Twins in between. Yeah, just, yep. yeah they look. Dodgers have a 48-game lead in the division. Put that to the <laughs> no, side. No, they don't. It's only three. It just happens to be over yeah, Arizona. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Rockies, San Francisco, and the Padres just fighting for the they're, bottom yeah, there. They're, they're yeah, they're trying to make sure that they don't fall in the second half. Putting all that to the side, things are good, man. I bet they are. How about you? How are you doing? I'm fantastic. I'm okay. ready to go. Mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of things that uh, that I want to get to today. You, uh, you're you taking a road trip. This is exciting. Yeah, i got to get a road trip here. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're gonna be gone the for Subaru? the rest of the week. I know. Oh, you should drive. It's like you could film hours. the whole thing. You could be like John Morant and just I did do that IG live videos. Remember, so when I drove across the country, yeah. I did Denver to Los Angeles in one day because I had to because my car broke down, lost a lot of time, extra stuff. So it's possible. Am I wrong um, on that? Fifteen hours or yeah, less? It's Fifteen hours. 15? It sucked. It was that's the a worst. long drive. <laughs> That's a that's a long drive. I'll just finish Lakers talk tonight and <laughs> start my, start my going. drive. Well, you'd get <laughs> there in time. What time? The Lakers talk is done at eight. So done 15, at eight. You'd get there. You'd have to miss the first hour. You'd have to do the first hour of the show from your car phone, right? How about that? Yeah. I would not just have enough like time to get on our show in the morning <laughs> well, by you, driving all night. You could do it. You yeah. just have to do the first hour from yeah. uh, the Bluetooth in your car. You know, I feel like last week when I said, and you, you you threw me off so much because you said when they went up 3-1, you're like, the series is over. But you had a little caution there. I'm like, Just a little bit, like, be Trav, careful. The, the series is over. But then you said they're going to win game five. And I'm like, I, wait, what do you, why I would they? I thought they would. But, but that, that was kind of funny where you're, you're telling me you're a little cautious, but you're like, they're going to take about on game five. I'd like to have a little escape hatch here and there. Friday night. They're great. They've been great. I, I I don't really know. I know we have so many different angles to go with on uh, the Lakers. We spent a lot of time on it, but the only issue I have with today is because they closed out the other series on Friday. That we forget what they did to the Golden State oh, Warriors sure. a little bit. You know what I mean? So I I just mentioned that. Um, so impressive six games. Golden State never had the lead in Game Six. Nope. Felt like the Lakers just... And it pretty, felt like they were never really in it either, right? If they play 10 more times, I feel like the Lakers would probably win seven of those games. They were... The matchup not good for the Warriors, just not. They were the better team, and every single game that went by, it felt like that was the case. I remember when they went up 3-1, and at least for me, I was like, hey, they win the whole thing. And I hadn't really... It's not that I hadn't thought of that, but I hadn't really given it too much thought. 
you got to get through the Warriors. You got to get sure. through the defending champs. Sure. There's a there's a road that you got to take before you start looking at that. They're in a really really interesting spot here. That I don't think you know. Obviously, anybody would have guessed a couple a couple months ago. Palenka talked after the game on Friday as well, and just kind of hearing him, it, it, it was that was a cool moment on Friday night where the Lakers got to. Close out a series against the defending champs, go through the defending champs to get to the Western Conference Finals, and these four teams left, doesn't feel like Lakers have as much of a chance as anybody else that's out there. Oh, for sure. Look, something happened in the last couple of weeks, and what the something is, it's two parts. Number one, I thought that there would become a there, – there would be a moment in a series, whether it was against Memphis or whether it was against the second-run opponent, assuming that they got there. Might still happen against Denver, but I'm less worried about it now than I I would have been two weeks, three weeks ago. Sure. I thought there was going to be a moment where their relative inexperience of guys not named LeBron James and Anthony Davis was going to become a problem, where they would get the big eyes, where they would get tight, where they would get a little bit caught up in the moment, Mm. make some bad decisions, turn the ball over, play sloppy, et cetera, et cetera, and just basically look like a team that had never been there before because most of them have never been there before. Really didn't happen. The the opposite actually has happened. That the more that they've played, the more you look at a guy like Dennis Schroeder and you're like, yeah, he's fine. The more you look at Austin Reeves, like, yeah, he's hundred percent fine. You look at the 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 other guys, whether it's Walker or Vanderbilt or any of the other guys that are kind of in there, D'Angelo Russell. It's like, no, no, no. They're they're gonna they're gonna have better performances than others. But they're not going to freak out, for lack of a better. I thought that there was going to be a couple of freakout games sure, where it sure. just and the opportunity to have a freakout game was in Game Six because if you freak out there, now all of a sudden you're going to freak out in Game you're Seven. You're going to freak out Slee, they could not have been more in control mm. of what it was that was taking place on Friday night. They they were the best team on that court. They were the best team in that series. They didn't panic. Their best players played like it. LeBron yeah. was terrific. AD was terrific. Their role players were really good. So that's the first thing that happened. They really didn't have that panic mode at any point. And look, hold on. The other thing is they're healthy. They're, they're, they're two guys that you have to have have been there every single night. You know, minus the, 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 the shot that AD took that knocked him out of the, the last part of the fourth quarter. He's been there every night, and he's been pretty good most of those nights. LeBron, while he's wincing, and obviously he's in a great deal of pain with that foot and everything else, but he's able to kind of do what he needs to do. So you remove the fact that fear – fear is the wrong word. Just inexperience is a better word. Yeah, The inexperience of everybody not named LeBron and AD, including the head coach, has really not been a thing, and they're healthy. When it's never been if Anthony Davis and LeBron James are healthy, are they good enough? It's just been will they be healthy enough to play? And they have been. And and to go back to what you said at the beginning, they can beat the Nuggets. Whether they will or not, we're about to start finding out tomorrow yeah. night. They can beat the Miami Heat. They can beat the Boston Celtics. That the four teams that are left, there's nobody saying, Oh boy, this isn't those seventy two win warriors or no. a Giannis team that's just smashing everybody that they look at or K D on the Warriors. No, uh, everybody is kind of in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Maybe Miami's a, a little tick below yeah, the other three, mm-hmm. but it is as wide open as it can be. And you don't have to squint real hard to make a case for the Lakers being the favorites right now. So you mentioned something about the LeBron Anthony Davis. I think even when they were healthy. There were questions of, hey, is this thing over? 
Did you get the best that you could have got out of these two guys? You won an NBA championship. No one's ever going to take that away from you. Yep. Um, but the inconsistency of Anthony Davis. How much have we talked about Braun? Look at his age. He's this. He's only able to do this for so long, whatever the case is. I think for me, it wasn't even just the health. I still had questions of, is this roster really? Okay, is this the this These guys are good enough to go to get to the Western Conference Finals. And I'm talking about before we even got to the playoffs. I'm talking about that final couple of weeks of the regular season. Remember those games against the, in the regular season where they're struggling against Utah? Clippers are blowing them out. Struggling against Phoenix. Phoenix and Utah are not playing any of their main guys. Are they out? Like, did they just use all that, that um, every... Every drop of gas, did they use it just to get to the playoffs? I've had my doubts for a while. Sure. And I think that what each round is at least showing is if you're going to beat the Lakers, they got a little bit of everything. They don't have to play one style. They could have Jared Vanderbilt in. They could put Vanderbilt on the bench. They could go small. They could go big. They they got a little bit of everything. The only thing they don't do well is shoot. Everything mm-hmm. else, they're they they're pretty versatile. They're, they're never going to be a dead eye shooting team where they just knocking down a million threes. They might get hot from behind the line occasionally, but you're right. They they do play a lot of different ways. They can match up a lot of different ways. They can. We'll see what they can do with with Jokic. But there isn't there isn't that thing like yeah. But what if this goes bad? It's just they just need to play well. They what need if they're if they not play the best well. Sh- sorry. Go ahead, Emma. I was like, even though not the best shooters, they are making good decisions they make, on the shot they, they take it almost, it, almost, it almost worked to their advantage that they know they're not that good of a three-point shooting team right got to the free throw line a ton they attack the basket a ton they do i it's funny watching the game on friday the warriors were so dependent on firing up threes and i was mentioned greg sitting right next to me i'm like greg i don't know the last time clay thompson has took one dribble in and just took a 15-footer, took an 18-footer. I don't know the last time that uh, Jordan Poole just took an 18-footer. It almost works to the Lakers' advantage that they weren't so dependent on the three because they could find other ways to uh, contribute. When you started talking about Greg sitting next to you at the game on Friday, I thought you were going to start talking about him constantly giving you updates on the Dodger game because that's what he told (laughs) me he was doing. Oh, God, that was so annoying. (laughs) And he he didn't – here's the thing. He didn't mean it in a – no, maybe he did. Because like out of nowhere, and I purposely, I I was out. I'm like, I, I just get frustrated. So I'm just going to, I'd rather just see the score at the end uh-huh. and then back. Four to two. It was four to two. Or four he to showed two. Me, he showed me two to nothing. nothing. Yeah. And at two to nothing, I'm like, Greg, I got it. Okay. <laughs> then he showed it to me at two, two with uh-huh. a glimmer of hope. Right. And then 38 seconds later was four, two. <laughs> <laughs> the Padres tied the game for 38 seconds, and then it was 4-2. So, yeah, I had Greg right next to me doing that, giving me all those updates. Yeah, I thought when you started talking about that that you just wanted to transition into the Padres portion of the Travis and Sliwa show. It's not ready yet. Not ready. I, I don't blame you. I all right, it's a, it's Look, a, wait, real quick before you do that, notice I'm not jumping up on the desk. I know how this game ends. I know that playing 40 games is not yeah. the same thing as playing 160 yeah. of these things i am not i i am keeping my yeah i know this is what i expect sure. to take very very dry at the moment sure no it makes sense they're already seven <laughs> games up on the padres 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Game one tomorrow in Denver at Ball Arena, which is, uh, they make cups, I think. <laughs> I think that's what Ball is. I think it know. is. Yeah, I think that's yeah, what it, it used is. to be. They make jars, Center. right? Little jars? Yeah, oh, that's what it is. Jars and cups yeah. and yeah. Con- containers, yep. shall we say? There you go, Enough to own an arena naming right? I, I, I was surprised to see it as well. There's If Smoothie King has an arena... Then why right. then, then Ball can have an arena as well. Although crypto.com, you know, that's not yeah. that's not another one. It's that like rules. Robex, make a Robex arena. <laughs> Juice Club back in the day. That's uh yeah, from Pepsi Center to Ball. So you're on your way to Denver. You're gonna go check yeah, out go both tonight. of these games in person. Mm-hmm. You're gonna do the pre half and post from yep. uh the mile high city. Have you are you gonna be there the whole time? Are you gonna go back and forth? Are you gonna stay in a hotel? Are you gonna stay in an Airbnb? What's the a lot of, t- lot of, take me through it? A all. lot of fair questions. Okay, let, let me actually I'm gonna I'm gonna paint the story for you. So um when they won on Friday night, it was like, all right. Because we didn't know, right? They lose well, you Friday. Were toying with the idea earlier of going in the week. to going to San Francisco yeah, for the right, Warriors series. Right. So the idea and the concept, um, I didn't know. Listen, they maybe they win Friday, maybe they don't. They could be going back to San Francisco for Game Seven Sunday. So you can't really plan anything. So Lakers end up winning on Friday night, and and I know you've heard the partner before. We Power Pro Plumbing, Heating, and Air has been with this radio station for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Back in the day. Kellerman used to promote them. Ireland's promote them. I've I've done live reads for them, and they're just a great partner. I reached out to the owner, Raul Rodriguez. I've got a really good relationship with him. Have have had a relationship with him for a while. I'm like, all right, hey, I got a picture I want to paint for you. Tell me if you're interested. Basically, a sponsorship in round three, and part of that sponsorship sends me out to game one and game two in Denver. It's trying to do it that way so that you know, obviously, everybody kind of wins. Worked on it Saturday, worked on it Sunday, and then this morning, we kind of finished everything off. Okay, hey, good to go. They're going to do the partnership for for round number three, uh-huh. and then I take off to games one and two. So from this point forward, it's Allen Power Pro Sliwa <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> kind of, this has a nice ring to it. No, shout out to them because it, it really is. It's a it's a great partnership, and it, I'm I'm really happy to be I'm going out I'm not trying there. to be greedy. I'm not trying to put yeah. anybody on it in a tough spot. What about games five and seven? Not sure yet. We can say one step at a time here. <laughs> you you saw where I was going, here. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, when, when you said uh, round three, my ears went ding. Like, <laughs> does that mean game five and game seven? And then a couple of times you said games one and game two. I'm like, is this a game one and game two sponsorship, or is this a round three sponsorship, a Western Conference final sponsorship? So what this is you should get an apartment there you should get a new residence so i am gonna do i'm gonna do an airbnb there simply because it's so much easier to do our show 
when you're Airbnb. Yeah. Because you actually can, I don't, people plug don't know. Plug into the wall. You just plug in directly to their router or whatever the case is. So, um, yeah, I'm all set. We'll go tonight, come back after our show on Friday. Are the Rockies know. in town? I don't know. I, you should look can, into can I tell you something? And I thought about that. I thought of, hey, Coors Field, Wednesday, Lakers don't have a game. I have. I just haven't had a second to, I was so busy trying to coordinate this, I have no idea who's playing who. And if the Padres are at Coors Field, which I know they're not, I would purposely not go because they're They're not home. Good. Who are they playing? The Reds. That's got to be like a seven dollar oh, ticket. By the way, it's you. Well, let's see. Let's, uh, it's going to work out perfect. They play okay. the Reds on a businessman special on Wednesday afternoon hmm. at one ten. Okay, so there you go. You hop. You, so you we're finish done. Our show. We're done. Two ish. I could go catch a few innings there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the I mean, tickets are literally the lowest ticket is nine seven dollars five six dollars. I'm seeing five on ESPN.com. I saw six dollars <laughs> on Ticketmaster. And tickets that's the as low as five dollars on ESPN. How do you even sell that? Rockies Reds. I think that means. What if I have a sign $5. that said I flew all the way from LA for this game? <laughs> <laughs> Would I get on TV? <laughs> I think the odds are pretty good. You might want to get there quick. It may go by pretty quickly. All right, let's talk a little bit about the game itself, and let's let Laker fans get in here too. Eight seven 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 ten ES. PN. It, the Lakers and Nuggets had a weird regular season against one another. They they split their four games. The Nuggets and Lakers never played as currently constructed. All four of their games were before, pre-trade deadline. Pre, yeah, before the trade deadline. So the Lakers actually, despite when they their first win of the season was against the Nuggets, they've had a good matchup against them all season, even before they got good. When they were still somewhere between a bad to a below-average team, they still had success against the Denver Nuggets. We have not seen them play against Denver since they put this team together, and this team obviously is a very, very good team. So there's two ways to look at it. You could look at it as, and I think this is why – even the Lakers and the Warriors, I don't know how you felt about that series, but I I wanted to see, can I see one game? Can I see one game with these two teams so I have an idea of what to expect the rest of the way? And I mm-hmm. thought I thought game one was a perfect, okay, we know what they like to do. We know what the Lakers, here's how Lakers can take advantage. Damn, if Warriors start hitting their jumpers, this, that, you had an idea after game one. But the Lakers are such a unique team because... They're a completely different roster since the trade deadline. You could say LeBron and AD are there, but it's completely That's different. About it. Russell Westbrook is gone. Patrick Beverly was gone. Two of their starters were gone. And now Austin Reeves again, a ton of playing time. Rui, this, D'Angelo Russell. I, I don't know how you feel about the Laker-Denver series, but there is definitely a little bit of... Can we see a second of it to see how it looks? I will tell you from the outside looking in, what I see right out the gate, I think Denver is as complete of a team as they've faced up to this point, right? They're certainly the best team that they're facing. They have, um, they got kind of everything that you need. Role players, they got the superstar, they have they have uh, length, they got wings, they got shooters, they got a little bit of everything. But I think the one thing that the Lakers have that I don't know if the Denver Nuggets have, put aside all the experience and everything else that comes with that, I don't know if the Nuggets have that we can play with a team that muddies the water. Okay, The Minnesota Timberwolves were not trying to muddy the water against the uh, the Denver Nuggets. Definitely the Phoenix Suns were not muddying the water against the Denver Nuggets. 
the Lakers freaking muddy the water. So there's a little bit of one team, it's beautiful basketball. It's kind of finesse. Uh, I'm sorry. It's um, There's more of a, uh, I guess you could just say a beauty to the game. The ball is moving this, that. The Lakers don't do any of that. There might be some moments where you're like, wait, that looked pretty. But for the most part, Lakers are taking – They're physical. They're taking you know, your, your nice place that you have, and they're coming in with their boots muddied and just walking all over your white carpet. That's the one thing that I think – I don't know how the Denver Nuggets would respond to that. You talk about you want to see one game. And I, the Lakers have not lost at home. The Denver Nuggets have lot, not lost at home. And I think that that kind of that first round, right? If this is if it's the boxing analogy, and you're kind of feeling each other out for the first round or so, the Lakers have managed to grab that opening game in both of their first two series, and kind of just immediately took home court advantage away from them. Denver has not lost a game. Denver's a lot better than Memphis. They're better than Golden State, but it still feels like a similar opportunity mm. for the Lakers. Is for we we don't know each other. You know, usually when you're playing Western Conference opponent, yeah, we've played each other for, and they've played four times. But this is a totally different Laker team outside of their top two guys. Everything else feels very differently. You wonder if they can follow the same formula, grab the opening game, and then basically just kind of play the way that it's been. And look, we're going to win our home games. You probably win, you know, after that on your home court. But that game six is the de facto game seven. We get it in our building, and we still have a little bit of an escape hatch at the back end. I wonder if it can follow that similar pattern or just because Denver is that much better. Memphis was excited. They were disorganized. They were all over. They were hot one day. They were cold the next. Golden State was – How about if, the Joss, though? Steph, uh, we'll, we'll get to Joss. Oh, my God. If Steph's hot, they got a really good chance. If they don't, they really probably don't. And mm-hmm. that's exactly how it played out. Jokic has been amazing. The Nuggets have been really good. Their two series have been pretty smooth, right? They took care of uh, Minnesota in five games. They took Blew care of out the, Suns. the Suns on the road. O- on the road, basically just one of those, all right, let's just end this thing. Yeah. The only two games the Suns won were Devin Booker literally shot 80% in, that, in those two games. That doesn't happen. They're a really good team, and it may, for the first time in a really long time, Al, I wonder if it doesn't come down to home court advantage. We talk about it doesn't matter as long as you, it might in this series. It mm. may actually be the first time since the Lakers started, you know, coming through the play and into where we are right now. We say, yeah, you know what? The seeding actually mattered because that last game is going to be in Denver because it feels like this is another series that goes six or seven games. So that the game one is interesting because the Lakers had control of the Memphis series after one game. Yep. They had control of the Warriors yep. series after one game. And it was the Grizzlies and the Warriors that were constantly chasing the Lakers. That's why game one tomorrow, I think, is fascinating. First off, rest won't be an issue. Denver's going to have four days off. Lakers will have had three days off. Elevation, I don't know. I don't know how much elevation is going to come into play. Um, But at least for game one, this is part of the concern for tomorrow, in my opinion. Um, If they lost game one, it's the first time now, now you're playing from behind. It's the first time now that there's actually... there's a different type of pressure. You're not you're not I, I almost feel like in these first two rounds they've been able to, by getting game one, control everything. And now it's the other squad chasing the entire time. It's the other squad trying to make the adjustments. That that's what happened to Steve Kerr. That's what happened to um Taylor Jenkins in Memphis. Game one seems like such a critical game for both teams. Denver the last thing they want to do is give up home court 
in, after one freaking game, they were the number one seed all year long in the West. And for the Lakers, it seems like game, grabbing game one has been the foundation of setting the entire tone. You, when, the way you laid it out, it's it's the Lakers have not been, uh-oh, all playoffs. Mm-hmm. I guess the only time the uh-oh was when Anthony Davis committed that foul in the corner on uh, – who Minnesota? Yeah. The, You're talking about the play-in? Mike Conley, yeah. right? Where where it's like, wait, what the hell just happened? Are they really going to blow this like this? Since then, win the opener in Memphis, like you mentioned, there were some moments where it got a little interesting, but they were never really... They were in control. Hey, they're in deep trouble. Yeah. Same thing in the Golden State series. They win the opening game, and when you know they get blown out in game two and they lose game five, like there were some moments like, okay, hey, it's time to go. There was never a moment like, hey, they're in big trouble. If they lose tomorrow, you lose on Thursday, you're coming home 2-0. Now it's not just, okay, this is the everybody's held serve. They've, they haven't been in this. Now we got to win four out of five. Now we are in a little bit of hot water. Now the margins are, are incredibly thin on our side as mm. opposed to on their side. They haven't been there. Now the good news is, so what I was telling you in the beginning, they have not had that, uh, uh, this is this is a lot, this is fast, this is big, this is important. They've been incredibly chill through this entire thing. So even if they find themselves in that where they do lose game one, I don't think they're going to come out in game two like, oh, we got to win this. It's just be like, all right, we're in a 1-0 hole. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Their poise, which I did not expect, is an incredibly valuable commodity that they have. Yeah, and that, and that I think a lot of it has to do with you know, obviously LeBron setting the tone, LeBron having been there, having done it, you could tell everybody's following LeBron, even Darvin Ham. Does it feel like Darvin Ham has had any moment where he's not under control or any of no. that? None of that. You know, some some interesting happened. Game six, they were they announced the starting lineup, right? And the Lakers changed their starting lineup. They take Jared Vanderbilt out, they put Dennis Schroeder in the starting lineup. The only, only one reason why I point that out. There was such a conversation coming into the series, myself included. Hey, if you look at advantages, disadvantages, one of the advantages for the Warriors is going to be their coaching staff. Yep. Darvin Ham, and maybe this has something to do with what you're saying, where there's no panic. There is no, oh my gosh, I've, I've, this is a really big moment, and I kind of feel the pressure of it. I don't know what it is about Darvin Ham, but it also seemed like even in a series against the Golden State Warriors, where it's the defending champs, and you got Steve Kerr on the other side. There was a calm, cool, and collectiveness. Whether that starts, whether he can have that because he knows he has LeBron on his team and everybody's following Braun, or that's just who Darvin Ham is. That's a kind. Of, that's a nice little. Um, that's a nice wrinkle that I didn't know was going to exist before the playoffs. Started. He's been Dar- Darvin's done an excellent job. Just there's really very little things to criticize him about through the first two rounds, and I expect him to be really good in the third round as well. All right. Um, speaking of panic mode, are you? In panic mode after what you saw? I think I know the answer. We'll figure it out next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Did you make the road trip down to San Diego for Mother's Day? I knew you were in, in flux because of the potential Laker game. You get down? Um, did. Yeah, I, I drove down. Man, it was so perfect. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
such a perfect day yesterday. It really was. Just uh, went and took before I went to my mom's. Went and took her out to dinner. But um, yesterday, to, yeah, yeah, went to uh, went to Tory Pines. Nice. Literally just walking the, lodge the ocean. There at Tony, at Tory Pines. Yeah, I know where you go. I know where you go. I went. I went for a hike. I went for a hike. <laughs> Oh, oh! I thought you meant you took your mom to dinner no, at the lodge. No, I, I, I didn't. But I, that's where I instantly thought you were going to go. Like right out the gate, you were thinking about. It's a nice spot. Yeah, did you get a chance to go into the? Did you take a shower there? Like I was ready no, no, for no, you no, to that, do the whole. Do you not golf know the thing. little fire pit with the no, little restaurant out there? Yeah, yeah. That that's where I thought you were headed. No, I went. I went. Did my own little hike. Did my own thing, and then eventually went down to my mom's and uh, took her out to. There's just a great. I think I've. I, have I talked about this place before or not? I can't remember. There's there's North Park in San Diego. There's South Park in mm-hmm. San Diego. South Park is a lot smaller. Um, it's not a it's not a big place. Bueno Forchetta is wood fire pizza place, but also great pastas. This and that. Went there, enjoyed a nice uh, dinner with moms, and then went back to. Uh, eventually drove back up late. You still didn't hit the lodge on your way back. Didn't Go hit the through lodge, for no. a quick little drink. No. Sit there and stare at the fire and the ocean simultaneously. Pretty nice spot. After a pizza, I bet it's even better. You would be staring in there <laughs> while I would be hiking, and you're like, Slee, what are you doing? Stop getting the fresh air. Well, Get up they, here. They don't have it. Maybe they do. Is there like a snack bar or something on the hiking trail that you could hit where <laughs> swing by and get a, a nachos and a Coke or something as you're on your, on your hike? Or just no, none of those. Pack in your nuts and water. What'd you guys do? Uh, we stayed home. But, uh, I, but your I cooked spread for looked yesterday. amazing. It was good. I did a pretty good job yesterday. He sent me 15 photos. Mm. I uh, I put together a pretty elaborate menu for Mother's Day. Okay, is that good. when you send that many photos as simple as this? You were proud of your work. Yeah. No, so I, I, got, should be. I got a lot of very positive feedback yesterday okay. from uh, the fam. I, I even got one from the older boy that said, this might be the best thing you've ever made. So, And wow. I've, I've, ma- I've made a few things along the way, a little surf and turf. A couple of different veg, a couple of different uh, side dishes along the way. It's pretty good. The unsung spe- spe- hero. Specialty martinis. That's badass. Yeah, it was pretty the good. The unsung hero was definitely the green beans. They looked amazing. Yeah, you like that. I love good green beans. They're I good. love a good side dish of a veg, like because they can elevate a meal. Because usually people like just put it into the side, and that's kind of like the, you know, you don't have to perfect it, but it shows attention to detail to make your side dishes really great. But those martinis looked amazing. Very underrated what you did for mother's day rather than going out that's a that's a very underrated that's what she wanted she went to a plan. play with her mom okay. so she went to a play with her mom and then she came home around four or five and just instead of going out i cooked and a little seared ahi a little uh, new york strip steaks mm. with a compound butter and i made a fresh citrus soy uh ginger dressing damn for right the, you for did the tuna it's pretty good okay so here's my Over spring um, green sleep here's my question taylor and i come by yes we get in the same spread no okay um, <laughs> move on to the next. I'll, one. I'll make you something that you like. Th- okay. th- this was very labor intensive. This was. Yeah. This yeah, was. When you're one a mother. You'll took... get this too. You'll <laughs> have the PB and J's for us. The, <laughs> the uncrustables. Yeah, you those are good. Have. Let's just go for an invite, Slee. Let's start with yeah, that. those are good. No, invite. I'll make you guys something good, but it'll be a little easier for me. Okay. This was very, very labor intensive. So I'm going to go back to. I think the Mother's Day. There's certain holiday, not whatever you want to call them, occasions. Valentine's Day. We've already talked about. That's not a day that I typically like taking Lady Slee out to a restaurant. I'm I just I don't like that. Father's Day and Mother's Day is better, but there still kind of falls along the same. If you could do what you just said, and I'm sure you know you already said it. Susan loved the whole thing. It was, it was great for her. Good wine too. If they're okay with doing that, or you're okay, if the kids and Susan decided, hey, let's stay home, we're going to do everything. 
those are not bad days to be home rather than go fight. They're my favorite days else to be on. home because it's a zoo to go zoo. out somewhere else, zoo. find parking deal. But it, it was a mad. The only downside to Mother's Day, and this is, and I'm, I do it happily, happily. <laughs> this is not a complaint. Okay, is not only do you have to prepare it all, you also have to clean it all up. So usually mm. it's kind of a split task that I'll prepare it all and she'll clean it all up. That's just kind of, you know, I'll do half, you do half, and yeah. the cleanup sucks, right? The, the the prep is actually kind of fun because you get to do a it's, few it's things. It's an art. It is an art. There's And, and it's, you get to drink a little bit while you're doing yeah. it. It's, it's all good, but I had to clean it up yesterday, too. Not it's cool. It's a labor Terrible. of love. Yeah, not Terrible. cool. That's what kids are for, though, right? I mean, <laughs> don't even start. Don't even, so I did, I, I, it's I, their mom. I'm not saying that this happened last night, Taylor, but I may have gotten rather angry towards the end of the night because of exactly what you're suggesting. That may have happened. I don't think it's too much to ask. No, I wouldn't have thought so either. But <laughs> I'm with the kids on this one. Apparently it was. Apparently just it, it's amazing. Like the second the last food gets shoveled into their mouth, they disappear. They're gone. It's like, where, where, where'd they go? Uh, 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 over here. And then the second that last wine glass gets dried and put back into the cabinet, you guys need any help? Uh, no, I did an hour ago before I started doing this, but now that it's done, I'm, uh, I'm good to go. They have it done to a science, but this is clearly your love language, Ugh. Travis, is to give gifts of, uh, you know, you love to cook Food. with people, you love to, like, it, but it takes a lot of care and a lot of thought, and I think that's uh, lovely. Thank When you do the, oh, oh, that voice, who's it more? Is it uh, uh, it's the Bobby boys. or Michael? Ke- Kelly argues, well, which Kelly, is actually Kelly, Kelly, I, I wasn't assuming that that was her voice. She was actually the one that sparked it last night. She was the one that sent me over the, the, yeah, baby. the Kelly. It, she was the last one, like, you know, you're just like, fuck, what? I'm just going to ignore that one. I'm going to ignore that one. I'm going to ignore that one. And then finally you get she the one like, one. I'm not going to ignore that one. I need to engage on that one. And unfortunately, it was her turn to do that. Dodgers get swept by the uh, uh, no Padres. Or the Padres yeah. get swept by the Dodgers. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, slip of the tongue. 10 and 2 in May. Remember mm-hmm. we were talking about how hey, May is going to be a monster. And here's what's still coming up for them. They've got Minnesota at home tonight. Then they go on the road for four in Atlanta, three or four in St. Louis, three in Atlanta, uh, three in Tampa. Their next four series, they play three first-place teams, Minnesota, Tampa, and Atlanta. The Cardinals not having a good year. But the month that was supposed to be, you know, they go through April kind of at 500. Here comes the month of May where you're going to play nothing but good teams, and this is the part where they just absolutely exploded. Their starting pitching has been good. Their bullpen has really settled down, and they're scoring runs. Even if they're not scoring a ton of runs, they're they're hitting home runs still. They're manufacturing a few along the way, and they look – like the best team in the National League, which is exactly what they are. All right, so I'm going to kind of point this in a couple different directions. Um, before the year started, before the season started, there were the expectations on the Dodgers. Things had calmed down. Things had quieted down. They didn't go out and they didn't spend a lot of money. They lost Trey Turner. Um, Gavin Lux goes down with the injury. What kind of – is Dustin May's got an incredible amount of talent? How's he going to actually be coming into the season? Gonsolin's got to get back. He's got to get healthy. Kershaw's incredibly uh, – you know, he's at a stage of his career. Can he still be the Kershaw that you're accustomed to? Um, yeah, they're pretty good. They're Best pretty good. In the National League. And, and I, I say that when I say pretty good. I'm, I'm, you know, obviously joking around here at the same time. If the question was – hey, Padres are the Dodgers coming into the year. A lot of people thought the Padres have a good chance of winning that division. I thought that because just naturally the Dodgers didn't go out and go get more players, they lost some guys, Padres added some some key pieces as well. They're going to get Tatis back in the lineup 20 games in. I, there was definitely a lot from my perspective of thinking that there's a good chance Padres will probably win the division. There still is, by the way. 
to be seven games, to have a seven-game cushion on the Padres, I know Diamondbacks are three back, but to have a seven-game cushion on the Padres this early in the season, to have dominated the Padres, the Padres can't score. They just can't score any runs. And give give credit shut to the Dodgers. Yesterday. Okay, so there are... They've been they shut have, out five times. I think actually six it was now. yesterday six? It's a six shutout. There's one other team that has six shutouts so far this year. It's the A's. Okay. <laughs> the worst batting average in baseball is the San Diego Padres. Yeah. By far the worst batting average with runners in scoring position is the Padres. But I, I just I can't compliment enough because if you look at the Dodgers, you're saying, all right, well, are they going to go out and still go spend that money? Probably. When the deal is right, they'll probably still go out and go find the right person to go add. A lot of these guys that I don't want to call it carrying the Dodgers because, of course, there's Freddie Freeman, there's Mookie Betts, Max Muncy, there's other players that are just, they're the ones making a lot of money or whatever the case is. But there's also a lot of guys contributing that are not taking up a lot of the money. And that, to me, is what is most impressive with the Dodgers is they're sitting in a position this early in the season. They're playing great baseball. They're beating good teams. They're one and they're five and one against the Padres, and they don't have to face them until later. Uh, I, I don't know how any Dodger fan can look at this team right now and not be incredibly excited at what you've seen so far. A couple of things. Number one, it's not over. We're literally at about the quarter pole of the season. You're about 25% of the season is done. Potters put themselves in a terrible position where they're going to have to outperform the Dodgers by a, a really high rate if they're going to catch them, which is going to be difficult. Not impossible, but difficult. The two philosophies that these two teams approached in the offseason could not have been more different, mm -hmm. and they could not be more reflective of how the two organizations work. The Padres went out and bought Xander Bogarts for an incredibly high price. They went out and re-upped Manny Machado at an incredibly high price. They went out and have built this team with players from other organizations and go and get Juan Soto in the middle of last season, and he has not really caught on the way they are. they got all these guys from different places, star players to be sure, but guys that have come from a handful of different organizations. The Dodgers did get guys this offseason. They just didn't get anybody that anybody cared about at the time. They got JD Miguel, Martinez. They got okay. Miguel Rojas. Yep. Okay. He by the way, since he's come back from injury, they don't Mookie's not a short anymore. And what do you know? The offense is a lot better all of a sudden. Okay. You go and get David Peralta, who hasn't been great, but he plays. He had a couple clutch hits so far this year. He, he he plays. And when he plays, he's in the lineup. You've got Jason Hayward. You've got JD Martinez, who hit a three run home run over the weekend. Noah Syndergaard oh, was a guy that has not been great, but he hasn't been bad. All of these guys are guys that anybody could have had. And they said, eh, you know what, Trey Turner, can't, we can't do $300 million for that. We're not doing that. Eh, no, we're not going to do that. They're very strategic. They have a bunch of young talent. They have a bunch of guys that have been around a long time, whether it's Mookie or or or, or a guy like Chris Taylor or Max Monthy, Clayton Kershaw, Will Smith, all these guys that have been in the organization for a long period of time. And they backload from the bottom, minor leaguers. They backload from the sides, kind of these hmm. fringe major league guys, role player major league guys. And at the top with the stars, they said, you know what, not now. We're, we have a plan that's coming next season, and we need to be ready to do that. And while they've been able to do all that at the same time, they just keep winning. It, 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 it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense other than they're just really, really smart at knowing what the team needs to be successful rather than what it looks mm. great to go buy a big player unless they think that buying the big player, Freddie Freeman, is the right thing to do, and then they go buy the big player. They just they know when to go big. They know when to walk away. It's such a hard thing to do in baseball to make deals that are good for you. 
Not that are good for the fans, not that are good for you know a hot stove league, but this is good for our team in the long run or the short term, and we're doing this. You guys can go get all the attention. We're just going to put together a really solid team. They should be penalized. <laughs> They should get. They should lose draft picks because of what they're doing. It is what, doing I, I, it right. <laughs> I was explaining to a friend of mine. I was like, "Listen, they have the they have the home in Malibu, but they're still shopping at Nordstrom Rack and and telling people I saved six bucks." I'm like, "No, you you have the you're fine. You don't need to save six bucks. It's yeah, it's damn and impressive." And when it's time to buy a Mercedes, they do, <laughs> and then they go get one. And when it's not, they don't. And yeah, we don't need one right now. Yeah. We'll, we'll get one next season. Ask Slee. It's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN. All right, Al, this is from Chris Holmes, who bats lead off here. It says, Michael Thompson invites you to visit him in the Bahamas. While exploring the islands in a four-seater plane, the engine fails and the pilot jumps out and abandons you. Are you jumping in the pilot seat and landing the plane, or are you trusting Michael? Oh, this is easy. (laughs) Michael loves planes. Okay. Michael knows everything about planes. Michael, if it came down to it and Michael's trying to figure out, you know, Al, you're stressing me out, he might throw me out and just continue to fly the plane and eventually land. I'm not trusting me. I am trusting the man, the myth, the legend, Michael Thompson. I know that that's like a Duh. bad movie point in a, in a bad a bad plot point, I should say, in yeah. like those disaster movies where the pilot becomes incapacitated and somebody has to fly the plane. No one could do that, right? Like, you're all dead if the pilot is gone and you're just sitting there that thing is not going to end well you're no no one is coming from the back of the plane sitting down at the controls and getting that thing on the ground no one's coming to controls and i I don't know how you are in that type of situation because you've never been in that type of situation fly for death right um i don't even think i would hear what they're telling me (laughs) you're right like they're saying hey if you look to your left there's a button I'm like, I, no, I'm not. I can't. There's <laughs> there, 187 all, we've all buttons. Seen the, we've all looked in the door. Like yeah. when you get on the plane, you look to your left and you see there's like 8 trillion Can buttons Can I give you an example? There. Let's say Taylor went to go use the restroom and he, get lock, he, got, he got locked out. Nope. And Greg is saying, hey guys, sit in that control room and get us back on air. I'm not. You could do it. No, I couldn't. I, I, I honest to God, I could turn on the mics, but that's it. Other than that, I got absolutely no skills. Chrissy writes... You're eating in a nice restaurant. Would you rather eat with someone who chews loudly with their mouth open or someone who only uses their hands to eat? Only uses their hands. There's something about hearing somebody else chew. Like if I'm not actually watching one of those food channels where I want to hear the crunch of the food and like stuff like that, whatever it is that they're cooking something. But if I'm sitting across from you, I'd rather you... And it depends what we're eating, but you're grabbing a burger, wings, whatever, you're using your hands. No big deal. But to hear you chew every single bite and continue to talk to me, and then I see a piece of like <laughs> the beef coming out, I don't want to see that. I don't want to watch that. Is that, is that, that worse that. than me picking up the steak with my hand and tearing off a piece like the cave, a caveman? I would rather you do that. <laughs> Eat your mashed potatoes with your two fingers. What if you cut it with your knife, but then you still ate the piece of steak that you cut with your fingers? I I think you nailed it, Slee. Like the two fingers and the mashed potatoes. That that That's would great. Be, that would be worse than somebody. I would actually take a step back. Like this is awesome. Look at this guy. John in Huntington Beach writes: When you were packing your bags for Denver, did Rook go by your bag and look at you like, where the hell do you think you're going? 
Rook always has a look anytime you leave the front door. His initial look is where are we going? And then when he starts realizing that he's not coming, he just goes up on the couch and is like, gosh. Oh, he gives up? Yeah, he gives up. Really? Yeah. This is ridiculous, man. Well, here's the thing. I would have thought he would like try to tear the door down and no, chase after you. No, he gives up. He will he will kind of accept that, all right, I guess I'm not going anywhere. Gets on the couch and prepares to sleep for four hours until we get home. <laughs> How many hours of sleep a day does that dog get? That guy, 16. He, he logs it. Easy 16. Can you imagine? Easy 16. Life. He eats. Yep. He goes for a walk, chases the ball around, and yep. sleeps. And if you take him out, like I'll, I'll take him out for a good hour walk, something like that. First thing he does when he comes back, drink some water, and he's like, all right, guys, have a great night. <laughs> he's done. I'm out. <laughs> I'm jealous. I want to live the rookie lifestyle. Porky says, if you had to be conjoined twins with one other person, who would you pick to be stuck with? Hashtag ask Slee. I'm assuming it could be anybody you want. Cousin Slee? Hell no. <laughs> we would kill each other. Uh, it wouldn't be, it can't be like, no, it can't be Cousin Slee. Needs Lady to be Slee? somebody that yeah, you I was have very say, similar like, interests I, I, in and schedules I would, with. I would say that would be the easiest one is your partner. It's I mean, not a bad I, choice. Because then you're with that person all the time anyway, so it's not In like it changes that much. It'd be some interesting moments, but <laughs> I would rather be with her than a, a friend or a buddy. Yeah. Buddy, you're going to get sick of being around the buddy. But you got to have, like, for instance, you and I would not be good conjoined twins because you're far more active than I am. You like to do your, your hiking and your walking. And I like it a little bit, but I don't need to do it every day. Like sometimes I just like to sit there and stare at the TV for an hour or so. That does not sound like your jam. Like, I could watch the Twins play the Royals for five hours and then watch the Reds play the Cardinals for three more. I feel like you wouldn't like that at all. I thought you were going to say Rockies-Reds for <laughs> Rockies Reds for Wednesday's great. game. By the way, like four innings for that seems like the, the right amount of time. Five bucks. Go, have well, you been to Coors Field before? I've never been to Coors it's Field. It's nice. It's a good spot. Yeah. Plus, how far I is really... the Airbnb? Do you know? Is I don't it know in Denver f- proper? I, yes. It's a mile from Ball Arena. Okay. So it's in downtown, right? Coors Field? Yeah, yeah. it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the airport's spot. like a half hour away or something. The airport's like that. in Kansas. Yeah, the, the airport the, is far away. Yeah, the, the airport <laughs> is, is why not close. It's so creepy and such uh, conspiracy oh, ridden. You got to give him some of the uh, like the highlights of the, the weird Denver airport, the oh, statue, right. the, yeah. all the art on the walls, like some of the. I've been to Denver before. But I don't know about all the... It's supposedly like the hub for the Illuminati or the underground Yes, they have society. a lot of underground tunnels that yes. are not used. Uh, it's, Perfect. Yeah, super far away from everything. You have the um, the Blucifer outside. As you, you're going to see it, actually, as they're driving away. It's the big um, uh, horse. I'll, I'll, I'll do it later. Okay. Francis in Glendale says, more unnecessary applause. When your plane lands, when, someone breaks, when something breaks in a restaurant, or when the hibachi chef does the onion volcano. <laughs> <laughs> most unnecessary, unnecessary. was the first one again plane land successfully that one yeah that one's the most unnecessary we shouldn't be cheering for the plane to land the plane's <laughs> supposed to land that's what's happened the hibachi and the volcano and the smoke coming up that might be the how do you not stand up and clap <laughs> it's pretty for that? cool that's amazing <laughs> but for me to cheer on the 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 plane landing that's this what's the difference between me driving my car here to LA live parking and then clapping Give for myself a nice little round of applause for getting in here what's more impressive when the guy does the onion volcano mm-hmm. or when he flips the shrimp into his hat or his pocket depending on which chain for, you're at listen i get it 
everybody has different uh there's different levels for me the volcano might be one of the greatest things that I've ever watched. Every time, I'm just like, come on, guys. But it doesn't like, seem I'm trying that complicated. I think the shrimp has more with you, um, difficulty. Because it's just the onion. You just take yeah. the rings, you stack them off, you squeeze a little water, you get the steam. It kind yep. of, it, Don't get me wrong. It's cool, yeah. but like I, I, f- I feel like I could do that. Yeah. I feel like I could figure that. To take that spatula, they yeah. flip it like 10 feet in the air. Right, and, and where does it end up? Right in his pocket. That's the problem. It's pretty awesome. No, the problem is... Like I'm looking at the food, like I want to eat the food. I don't want to eat. I, that we just lost a shrimp. shrimp. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying we just I lost think, a shrimp. I think they have a stunned shrimp in the mix. Like you, if you order ten, there's eleven on the grill, and they. That's flip my them into the only pocket. issue is how many good shrimps have gone down for that one every time you order that. It's a lot of shrimp. I'm okay with it. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's high level skill. One more. John in Huntington Beach says, when you roll into Ball Arena tomorrow, are you going with flexing while walking in, mm-hmm. ice in the veins moment? Or doing the gritty for the youngins? Um, I'm going to do more of like a, how a boxer, when a boxer's coming in, right, and their music starts, and there's a little bit of like the, you know, <laughs> Yeah. I'm doing Staying that, loose. I'm doing that all the way in. You gotta, you got to get your headphones. You got to walk in with your headphones on one of these days and like IG yourself. Again, another John ja Morant. Like, go IG live and walk in there and just like, yep, coming into Ball Arena, getting ready for the pregame show. You should do that. Whenever you're ready on the jaw thing. Want to do it I'm next? Glad, I'm glad. Yeah, let's do it next. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it next because he's going to have some time off at the start of next season. That's for sure.